This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with Cat Temp. We talk about breakups and slow fades and a guy who has stuff stolen from his house. It's a great episode. Share it with a friend and enjoy. Sam York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now I'm going to ask you to keep doing that. Keep telling your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas. Keep giving them the gift of Papa JT. Let me whisper sweet nothings into their ear. Let me tell them how great this strong medium is. Come on, people. Keep spreading the word and keep te- keep sending me those snaps. I love it on Snapchat. I'm JTrain56. When you guys send me where you're listening, how you're listening, and what you're doing. And I let's get right into it. I'm very excited about today's guest. Super pump. Cat Tim, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me on, man. So good to have you. Good to be here. We saw each other at a bar. Yes. And we had seen and I saw you on stage at Caroline's one. Super funny. Thank you. Yeah. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. And, do it every now and then, but not very much anymore. But but you were fantastic. Thank and, you. And it was uh, it was super funny. And then you're on Fox News all yes. the time, and you have your own podcast, yes. the Cat Tim Show. Yeah, Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports, and we've had Barstool JJ on this, mm-hmm. and he's great. And yeah, fun dude. Fun dude. So <laughs> explain the show to the listeners, because listen, a lot of these people maybe this is their only podcast, so they don't know. So you know, maybe they need something for their library. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. Just different every time. I'll have like Megan McCain's been on, but then I'll have like Dan from Dan St. Germain on this week on Monday. Dan's been on on this one a couple times. Just talking about strip clubs and stuff. So it could be people talking about politics, could be people talking about strip clubs. Yeah. I usually reveal too much about myself and it gets me in trouble. Uh, that's okay. I mean, but, what, this but is, what are you what, supposed to do? Listen, yeah. if this <laughs> this podcast podcast in general just get you in trouble. They do because there's time and space to talk. Yes, and you're not gonna you're gonna at some point you're gonna say something that's gonna piss someone off, especially if you're dating them. Exactly, or if you're <laughs> in like an on again off again. Oh, that's a tough that's, one to have that's a podcast. A really with. Tough one to have is a that podcast. what you're in right now? A little bit. <laughs> what do you mean by on again off again? Let's Th- get into it. That's what I mean. On again off again. So what makes it go off? Uh, a lot of different things. Fights. There's fights. It'll be What off. do you fight about? I mean, a- you got no house and no kids. What what could be wrong? You can fight about anything. Well, I'm an annoying person. How are you annoying in a and relationship? Every single, in a relationship? Yeah. How am I annoying? Well, I can't. Well, first of all, I can't handle it when you're mad at me. So if someone's mad. So, so if you're if someone's rightfully mad at you, Correct. you'll be like, 
Fuck you. Why are you making me feel this way? Yeah, oh this no, is I'm your like fault a victim. Now. Like, why are you making me feel? I'm such you know a chick upset, move. You know how upset I am right now. Yeah. I can't even eat anything. I text so much. Like, I I don't stop. Um, and I'm very like. I need my space, but also like I need you to be obsessed with me all at the same time. <laughs> so, so don't call me. Call, I'll call you. Or, and when I call you, you better be ready to fucking talk. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm. I'm. I'm very. Um. I'm very self involved. Okay. And I think that it's makes me better that I know that. But well, I don't owning, think so. <laughs> well, owning your faults is like that's the it's the the difference between crazy people and not crazy people is knowing what makes you crazy. Yeah, but it's, I don't really <laughs> do anything about it. I mean, so. I'm not saying you have to be you don't have to make yourself better, but I'm yeah. saying like I know certain things about the way I am and admitting to those faults, it's like okay, that makes you normal. Yeah, I would never advise anyone to get involved with me, but they do sometimes. How did you meet this guy? Uh friends. Friends. That's friends. a good way to meet. Yeah, it is a good way to meet. I've never, I, like, I've never met somebody any other way. Than never done friends. the apps, never done all I've that stuff? I've never done the apps. Well, I can't really do the apps because of work. Like, Well, so you're, like, I mean, you're on Fox News all the time. Yeah. And you, you're out there. You got you got a following. Yeah. So have you had guys approach you? Like, do you oh. have weirdos? Oh, I have so many weirdos. What's I the weirdest thing you've ever gotten? Well, there was this guy who was actually arrested because he was, like, at the church across from Fox, like, talking about me and, like, being his wife and stuff oh or something like that. So he like, went into the church. Talking about his wife. And this is a guy that had been sending me a bunch of emails like about how I'm his wife and he has to obey, but like he was in Pennsylvania. Oh but I God. guess he actually came looking for me. So he went to jail, but he was a guy that had previously stalked Taylor Swift. So that like made me feel well, like- How good did you feel? I'm so dope. <laughs> like, I'm also, <laughs> you and Taylor Swift, you yeah, have something you like, can, if you saw her- I could be like, oh, Timothy Sweet. <laughs> Know his name? Oh yeah, that's his name. <laughs> You're He's just like, putting it out there. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, everybody, yeah. Gotta watch out for that guy. Yeah. So. So. I- <laughs> You're like Taylor. We could do a song together. Let's do the video mm-hmm. about our stalker. Yeah, I tweeted. Like she never reached out to me about it. You know, which uh, you know. It's crazy. You would think you'd, you would you'd think be the first call be about friends. her stalker. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm super pumped to have you here. So yeah. all of you go follow Cat on Twitter at Cat Timp on Twitter. She has the Cat Timp show, which every Monday on iTunes. So go check it out and yes. subscribe. And let's do some emails. You ready? I'm so ready. Oh, I'm so pumped to have you here. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in anything. This one's called The Fat Friend. Oh, boy. Yes. Hey, Papa JT. From the University of Arkansas, I keep running into the same problem. Everyone around me is hooking up, and I'm the support. It's like in the earlier podcast about how the fat friend is there for support. Now I need advice how to go from being the fat friend who only gets tail on extreme drunken nights to being able to smash on a regular basis. How Do you do you know what he's talking about? So is he a fat person then? I think he's he's got to be fat. But then I mean, just like don't be fat. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> Good advice. I well, don't know. I right. I mean, if you're gonna if you're less fat, you're gonna have more options. Not that fat people aren't. Do you ever? Fat people. But have you ever like you're you're a very beautiful woman. Like, is there a girl? Is there a guy that you've ever been with? Where you're like, I don't know what it is. He oh, figured yeah. out how to turn that key, and oh. now I'm into it. Oh, absolutely. I'm not entirely sure I can tell if someone's hot or not. I've, I've had <laughs> Explain a lot that. of. Well, I've had a lot of like you know people that have been like you know you're too hot for that kind. I'm like oh he's so hot. I'll be into weird things. What a weird, what a horrible thing to say to somebody too. Yeah. Like to go up to someone that you're. It's like yucking your yum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm into weird stuff like a, a guy. I'm like if a guy looks like a little deranged. I think that's hot. Deranged. Deranged. So maybe the stalker could have been the the one. Nah. I mean like skinny guys, like really tall, scrawny, like. So you like the guy 
who looks like Eminem. Yeah. Like, that's like your type. Abs- that is my absolute type. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. my absolute type. Uh, but yeah, so it's like... Uh, if guys are like super like muscly and ripped, like classically hot, I'm really not into that. Well, the pre- I mean the 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 issue more for this guy, if you're the support friend, the one that's in the background helping out and like you know going with the other friend, the the move that doesn't look good is to be the guy that's the you know behind the group. Like yeah. it's not even about your look at that point. Well, yeah, it sounds like he doesn't have very much confidence. He's going out being like, well, unless someone's really hammered, no one's gonna fuck me. That's like the <laughs> worst way to get. No, you have to be. You have to go out there like you're the best. The the only way, yeah, you have to forget how horrible you are. Yes, really to fuck. Like the, yeah. that's a, the Nick Kroll used to have a bit where he was like he would just talk about how stupid people have the best sex. Yeah, because they're just like, I'm hot, you're hot, let's mm-hmm. fucking touch things, and it's like. Yeah, you have to fucking ignore so much insecurities, which we all have. Mm-hmm. Like, we all have these things that are on our mind, and we're thinking about them, and we're like, oh, everyone hates me. But really, no one's thinking about you. They're not. And and when it comes to not just, like, fucking someone, but, like, a sustained level of attraction, it's so much more about how well you're able to manipulate the other person oh, as yes. opposed to how you look. <laughs> wow. Which, I mean, hey, I, I, I be, I'll be manipulated, and I know I'm being manipulated, but... But, but it you're, works. you're but you're just happy this person cares enough to manipulate. They're manipulate. It's a sign yeah. of a, you know, it means they care. No, not, I don't at know. least you, they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> they, they it's a lot of effort. They could have just been texting for 10 weeks and never got in touch and never made an effort Absolutely. to make a plan. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this person manipulating you, you know. So yeah, I'm advising this person to have confidence and be manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> be manipulative. But also step out in front of the group. Make a move. Yeah. Be, don't be afraid to be turned down. You have to just ignore what you see in the mirror. And yeah. I, you know, and like I do that all the time. I'll go out and be like, I'm not feeling good about myself, but I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna do this thing. And it's like, you know what? You gotta put that shit aside to live life, or else you're gonna be stuck in your house under the covers for the rest of your life. Absolutely. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Cat Timph at Cat Timph, Cat Timph Show. You can go check it out on iTunes every Monday. Dating a slut. Mmm. Go for it. I don't like the word, mm-hmm. but we, you know, here on the podcast, it can go either way. It okay. can be a guy slut, be a girl slut. Joe J Train, too hungover to tickle your Jewish nuts. Here's the situation. Mm-hmm. There's a girl I'm kind of into. She's cool and smart, which is rare. The issue is she's been with half of my pledge class. Oh, I love this one. I need you and all your Jewish wisdom to tell me that it's a bad idea unless you think it's a doable breach. <laughs> what do you think? I say fuck this guy. I say he should not care about that. Fuck this girl. Yeah, this could if if you like her, then you like her. I mean, people. I've been in situations where I've been dating someone where I've dated one of their friends before, How did a that couple go of down? their friends before, and a they couple. bring and they bring it up constantly. Like, yeah, well, you. Every time I see this guy, I have to be like, oh, he's been there, he's been there. It's like, okay, well, what do you want? A fucking time machine? Yeah. So get over. Like, you have to get over. Could you like if that situation were reversed, mm. and like she wouldn't give a shit because women aren't allowed to give a shit. Yeah, I, I think also... Like, I'm a big I, defender of sluts. I'm with you. I love sluts. Yes. I mean, the, the, but the... I think... I, I, I just think it doesn't need the connotation. The, the, the thing for him, he's looking at half his pledge class and being like, okay, is this a special get for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, oh, if those guys could get with her, you know, what does it mean for me? Like, you know, all men... The, you know, this isn't right, but, the, you know, the way our ego works is we want to be the hunter. Yeah. You want to come back with the huge lion and then look at all your buddies and be like, look at these tits on this lion. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that that's, you know, necessarily the right reason to go after someone. Right, but you can't help how you feel. You can't help how what makes you hard. You know, like. Yeah, but if if, if maybe she, if she just fucked them all and like they actually have something more than that, then that is a completely different thing. 
I think he's got to go for it because, like, listen, he he says he's attracted to her in a yeah. way that he hasn't been other girls. Yeah. The move with her is don't make her fucking feel bad for that. Yeah, absolutely. Like what you're saying right now, you've dated those guys, and it seems like it's been an issue. It's been a huge issue. And it's like, what? At some point, it's like, okay, then don't fuck me. It, absolutely. Feel free to not fuck me. And then, <laughs> but it's like you don't have a you know you don't have a time machine. It doesn't mean like no relationship or person you fuck. It's not like the same thing every time with every person. Everyone wants to date a virgin with a good tongue you know yeah. what and she, you know what she doesn't exist yeah I've that, said that, that before I'm like you want me to be like a virgin like would you like me to just like come out of the ground completely untouched <laughs> in front of you and then like look at your dick and try to like work it like try to like you know do it like a ceramic like you know mm -hmm. the, like ghost and not know how to touch it and do it you are your good hookups happened because of all the other shitty hookups in the past absolutely so if you can own that and just be cool with it you're gonna have a fun time with this girl. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Give your br pledge brothers a high five for you know. Listen, they were the the rough draft to a great yeah, blowjob. Yeah, you, you can't exactly. You can't worry about that. You're we're all gonna die. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We're all gonna die. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Cat Temp at Cat Temp, a uh, business guy and about to graduate girl. Mm. So dear J, this is a lady email. Chick email. Dear J Train, love you for real. Where would my commute be without you? So let's get right to it. I'm a 22 year old, fifth if fifth ish year at a really good university in Canada, and I met this guy. He's a seven seven eight. Okay, so we have a rating system here. Okay. On it's the area code method, face, body, personality. Oh, okay. So he's a seven face, seven body, eight personality. Okay. Guys or girls can use it. There we go. Um, I re I, where did you go to school? Hillsdale in Michigan. It's like Hillsdale? A yeah, it's a private, like, conservative school. Really? Yeah. And you moved out to New York? I moved to L.A., then D.C., then New York. And what was the what was the reasons for the move? Student stand up. I was interning at Fox News, and I was waiting tables. Yeah, Did the traffic reporting out there a little bit. Okay, just like, been, I've done all kinds of shit. Now, do you ever deal? I mean, you're on a conservative station. Yeah, do you deal with like liberal people coming at you a lot. Yeah, I do, but everybody comes at me because I'm a libertarian. So like, okay. I'm too liberal for one side and too conservative for the other side. Oh, so everyone fucking hates. Everyone me. fucking hates me. I mean, don't you think libertarian like that's what's coming out? It has to be, I think. Like that's the next wave. I hope so. Yeah. What do you think of Trump? I I, I didn't support him or Hillary either. Yeah. You know, either way, the things that bother me about Trump are not things that bother everyone else about Trump. Obviously, like he's like said some horrible things and done some horrible things. Yeah. But like, so is she. So is so. Who cares? Like, it's just kind of like I care. But I mean, what are we gonna do about it? I mean, I didn't like take the day off when he was elected. Yeah. Some people <laughs> took the fucking day off. It's crazy. Which is not not no. Well, I think we all just are looking to. I think you know, looking like you're the most sad about it. Yeah. Means that you're smart. And yeah, you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Which is like insane, but like yes. that's to look like outrage, just to be, it never looks like you're a smart person if you're like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We have to, we really just have to you see. Really, there's nothing you can do. No. We have to see. I yeah. mean, did you watch the Golden Globes last night? I did. What'd you think? I mean, well, I thought, well, most of it was really boring. And then Meryl, like Meryl Streep's speech, like the Trump thing was like the least, like I wasn't offended by that at all, but she's yeah. just like, 
talking about Hollywood being so like uh, like everyone what was like like victims yeah. and like oh like or all you just have to watch MMA and football and it's like I would rather watch that than half the shit you're in. You everything know I mean? everything without the MMA and football thing made sense to me. Like mm-hmm. that she would be the person to say it. Mm-hmm. The MMA and football thing is just like, oh yeah, you've made this into an us versus them thing. Exactly. You've, you've recreated the bubble. It, that, exactly, I, yeah. You know, so like, like a lot of the things you said, like yeah, you should, if you have a position of power, you shouldn't say mean things. Like right. you're influencing I agree with others. That. Agree with that. But then when she's like, and 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 screw your Mountain Dew. And it's like, yeah. okay, we know who you're talking about now. Exactly. Uh, and I just like, the thing about the Golden Globes that was interesting to me is, um, I and I float more to the right than anything, like I, I'm probably more towards where you are politically. Yeah. Um, is that it's just it's funny to hear these people who don't want to get political, but they want to get political, mm-hmm. so they go now more than ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, and then like that's like they're now more than ever. And then they're gonna pat us on the head and tell us how to be a good person. Yeah. And it's like, come on, let me just fucking let Jimmy Fallon just dance around and let me watch. Yeah. And be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. That's the that's where we live in these days. But uh, on Bumble, so he, she met the seven seven eight on Bumble eight months ago. He used to live in the city right beside mine, like twenty minute drive away from me. So we went. So when we met, he would always come down, and we went on a few dates, fooled around. But that's about it. He has turned just turned twenty six and moved to downtown Toronto as he has just started his job at some sort of business stock something. Haha. Anyways, his <laughs> parents still live in the town that he lived in when we first met. So when he comes down there to visit. He hits me up to grab a coffee and catch up. Ah ha ha. Uh, you know you should know we haven't slept together yet, but I would be down. Here's the problem. I'm in my last year in university and I have no time and can only take the car here and there since it's my parents. I'm still in the student phase of my life where he's a young adult who's just got his master's and has a full career and whatnot, paying his dues, working long hours. We know that we are friends, and he's even given me advice about my future master's. Neither me or him uh, ever fully commit to anything because we're so busy. He invited me to downtown for his birthday. I flopped because I had a prior engagement. I asked him on a date. He can't go out on weekdays because he goes to work at 5 a.m. I really like him, but I think he is, uh, I'm his town hoe. AK, whenever he comes to town down to visit his parents and passes my city, he can see me and we can fool around. I have previously told him that I'm not his insert my town hoe. And he agrees <laughs> and definitely doesn't see me that way. But tonight he messages me saying he was in town. And when I don't acknowledge it and talk about my day, he doesn't even reply. How do I get this guy to put in more effort? He is boyfriend material. And if he put in the effort, so would I. I'll add pics of me uh, for ref- and him for reference. I don't care. You know, what you look like and he looks like. It. Well, he- um, I also consider him a friend, but I also don't want to chase him. Advice would be appreciated. Yeah, I mean, this guy does not is not really interested in her. No. <laughs> She's hot. I mean, it's, 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 it's obviously, that, let me see. So here's him. Here's the thing with, the, with you know, here's the thing. Here's him. Yeah. And then here's the thing with the with the hookup game. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, here's the thing. When you get a chick that looks hot like this, yes. and you have the ability to go hook up, you're going to work out your day to have it fit into this hookup zone. Yeah. So, like, he's getting his cake, mm-hmm. you know, at the drive-thru on his way to his parents. Mm-hmm. She says they haven't fucked yet, but, like, it sounds like other things are going yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, she's like, well, if she's saying, well, I would put in more effort if he would, it's like, then no, the, if he's got her thinking that she needs to put in more effort and that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> that's it, that he's a good manipulator. She's got to put up a closed sign on that drive-thru. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, it's, it's 
Also, she's grad. It's never going to change. It's never going to be anything but this. Every guy wants a girl with an out when it comes to a hookup. Mm-hmm. So, like, I if like I had a friend of mine, uh, his parents. I was talking to his parents. I know the family pretty well. So the family, the mom was telling me that, oh, my son's got a girl coming in town that he met when he was in Scotland. Now she's coming in for a week. And my mom was like, is it serious? And I was like, no, she <laughs> has an she has a, a going home ticket. Yeah. This is the perfect situation. Right. If, I, if there's a girl with a ticket in hand, I'm like, okay, let me wine and dine you and be a best friend and get my blowjobs in. Right. I have no doubt he's very nice to her when they're together because he knows it can't be anything. Yeah, he's not making the extra effort because he knows that there's an explainable... Nobody, nobody wants to dump anybody. Right. Because 99% of relationships end for no reason whatsoever. Right. So really what every guy wants is to not be an asshole. How do you get out without being an asshole? How do you get blown and then get out without being an asshole? Yeah, it's not his fault. You have a reason to get out. So his reasons are we don't live together. Mm -hmm. I'm at work. You're in school. All these things can be explained to you before he ends it and moves on to the next girl who's willing to give him blowjobs with no no relationship needed. So. This is what he's setting up with you. Yeah. So and so I understand where this is upsetting for her to hear yeah. because she's met a good type of guy. But the only way you get to the right type of guy is to say, okay, I like these seven things about him. I don't like that he doesn't make the time and the effort. The next guy, you have to judge based on that. That's called taste. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, this is not going anywhere. And plus, you, you can't date someone who has the excuses built in. No. Oh, the long car drive. And then the minute you see that that's not happening, that's what they're doing. They're they're planning their escape. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I love the title of this. Am I delusional? Oh, awesome. Hi, Jared. I'm a female listener who recently started listening to your podcast and have been religiously binging on it every day at work. Thanks for your insightful advice. Delivered in a hilarious way. It helps me get through the work day. Thank you. I have a dilemma. My friends are sick and tired of advising me about it. You ever get in that situation where yeah. you have the girl that just keeps asking the same fucking question? Yes, I've been that girl. You've been that yeah. girl. <laughs> Can you tell when your friends have turned off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what like, do they say? Like, well, whatever, he's going to text you tomorrow. And then uh, let's move dumb. on to my yeah. shit. Absolutely. <laughs> sick and tired of advising me about it. I was seeing and hooking up with this guy casually for about two months. We never had a defining the relationship talk, but signs were implying that we were at least exclusive, if not serious, and I was okay with that. He would send me good morning texts and random sweet texts throughout the day, and we would spend most weekends together doing date-ish activities and always had a good rapport and fun to every time we hung out, so it wasn't just hooking up. Closed... Uh, it wasn't just hooking up close to when things ended. I could tell he started doing the slow fade. Why do guys do that, by the way? Um, it's easy. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. right, it's and easier. also that whole not being a dick thing I just said. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to lean on the... You want blissful naivete. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, we, oh, I didn't realize we stopped texting. Right. You can do that. Yeah. I know that's insane, like, when I'm saying it but out loud. But it's easier than just, you know, this is officially, we're done. Yeah, well, that's the problem. There's... Girls kind of fuck themselves with this shit mm-hmm. because girls have no have decided that there's no good way to dump be dumped. So now we're just like, okay, fine, I won't dump you. I've made people dump me. 
What would you I'll do? I'll just be like, I, you're not talking to me. Like, I know, I realize you're not talking to me anymore. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to just be like, well, why weren't you? So then the reason also for that is that if it doesn't officially end, then maybe he can message her and be like, come on like, back. Be like, oh, well, hey, I hey. haven't heard from you in a while. Where you been? What happened? Like, it's both of their fault. I, I, this was a classic move that was done on The Bachelor on the first episode. And listen, people, I'm going to make a quick announcement. I'm doing a, I, I live tweet The Bachelor every mm-hmm. Monday night. I've been doing it the last few years. Yeah. And I love The Bachelor and I live tweet it. And then right at, so this year we've added another component. I'm going to do a Bachelor post game show from my apartment. Nice. Um, And the show, uh, by the time this has come out, I'll have done the first episode. But for now, the show is going to be me um, at the open, uh, just doing a, a quick recap of what happened on the episode. Then my top five to win. And then the most valuable player, the just the contestant I like the most, and the least valuable player, the contestant I hate the most. And that will yeah. be the whole show. So if you guys are on Facebook, you can just follow me on Facebook, Jared Freed, and find me there. But uh, he did this move on The Bachelor. He, he There's a girl that he's hooked up with off the show. Do you yeah. watch it? I do sometimes. Did you see the first episode? episode, So first episode, they're all coming out of the limo. There's a girl that comes out of the limo, and he's like, "I recognize this chick." And then they make it clear that she's blown him before. Oh boy! (laughs) Or had sex. We don't. They give. They're as subtle as they could be. Right. And he does the move where he goes, "Well, you had my number." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. And she was like, "I," and made it her fault. Yeah. Which is the move. Mm-hmm. You make it so it's the, you know, the because he was blissfully naive. He said, you take my number, and then she probably texted him, but he ignored it, and then he's like, hey, listen, you didn't get in touch again. Yeah. I thought we, you know, as if he wouldn't be on The Bachelor right now if they had dated. Right, it could have worked out. <laughs> yeah, as far as it could have worked out. But, you know, that is kind of what guys do because this is, again, we don't want to be the dick. Mm-hmm. And nobody... I, I think this, I've said this on the podcast before, it's way harder to dump than it is to be dumped. I think so, too. Way harder. Yeah, it's way easier to just be busy forever until yeah. they stop asking you to hang out. <laughs> until they I do that, too. fucking cry themselves out. Yeah. I mean, like, have you ever dumped some guy? I don't think I've ever actually, well, yeah, I've dumped people, but I generally, when I'm hang, seeing somebody, I generally phase them out also. Well, you know how I know it's hard to dump someone? Because every person in the world has tried to get someone, has tried to get their boyfriend or girlfriend to dump them before yeah. they dump them. I've done, I, yeah, I, I've, I've like gotten myself dumped on purpose by being a nightmare rather than dumping well, that, someone. Think about how ridiculous it is. That's like someone, <laughs> like, that's literally like someone being like, you can take this escalator to single tap. Mm-hmm. Or you can go run around this mountain face with a wildebeest chasing you around, asking you what's wrong for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And everyone's like, I'll try the mountain. Yeah, you know? like I always do with a mountain. Yeah, it's insane, but we all do it. So that it, it just shows you, if it wasn't difficult, we'd all be like, yeah, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. And the problem is, girls, a lot of times at a breakup, they'll be like, do you want to fuck someone else? Right. Which is the dumbest question. We always want to fuck someone else. Right, but when, I'm if, just done with your personality. Okay, but when I, but sometimes if you if you already are fucking someone regularly, uh, you would think that maybe there's someone else involved that they want, like they want more than just a fuck. Well, this is the thing: when you're in a relationship, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you don't want to have sex with other people. Of course, of course. So we can both admit obviously. that guy or girl. Obviously, the only reason you stay with someone is because you enjoy the time you spend with them mentally. Right. 
That's you in this day and age where no one's judging you for going and dating and being single until you're 40 years old. Okay, you live in a day and age where we're not in that old school mentality anymore. You know, as much maybe in your specific town, but I'm saying in general. Right. So why would you stay with someone that you don't want to be with, that you don't mentally like hanging out with? Right. So the only reason to go and fuck another girl is because you're done with the personality, which is a hard thing to say to someone. It's true, yeah. Like, girls are always like, why, when you, you know, end a relationship, why, why, why? And it's like, it's like, fucking chick, if I was in a fire with you, we'd be dead right now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it just, it, the, the, the house is collapsing. We need yeah, to get out of here. Yeah, we're just done. Yeah. So this person, <laughs> we'll go back to the email. We got on a tangent. I could tell he started doing the slow fade. Why do guys do that? We just explained it. And then eventually, with some probing, he told me that he thinks I'm cool and funny, but I'm not for him and that we should stop seeing each other. My question is, does he actually mean what he's saying or is there actually a reason he's not telling me? So this is back to this conversation. How did it take him two months to figure out I'm not for him and why wouldn't he just want to keep hooking up without strings attached? Haha, ha. also, we will still sporadically, and he was still text sporadically, and he responds to my text promptly and still likes my things on social media. Am I delusional thinking maybe I'll get another shot one day? Yes. Or guys' uh, minds pretty much made up once they break things off with a girl. If there's a chance that we even hook up again, how do I go about it if we talk regularly and we live about an hour away from each other? Thanks well, so much. She's the problem, first of all, because guys only come back when they, you don't want them anymore. Like mm. I, every single guy that has ever broken up with me mm -hmm. has, wants to get back together with me, probably even still now. Yeah, like I still hear from them now. Yeah. Um. And he, no, he's maybe there's he's probably he's fucking someone else is what it is. Here, here's here's the major issue. There's so much here in this email, mm -hmm. and, and let me. There's one point I just want to point out that she wrote. How did it take him two months to figure out that I'm not for him? That is. So, let me tell some of the listeners right now. Time is the worst resume item. Yes. If you're sitting there being like, we spent two months together, that's the one thing, the top of your list thing, yeah. then you don't got shit. Yeah. That's like the person that's like, I've worked in this industry 30 years. And it's right. like, okay, that's the first thing? You didn't invent <laughs> shit? Yeah, <laughs> What about, what did you do? You're not the top of the sales for 30 years? You're not the fucking boss of this company after 30 years? You've just been here 30 years? I can be a, you know, it's, a, a, it's like a birthday. A birthday is an easiest thing to have. Yeah. Be born. It's the same thing with, so she's saying the two months, how could it take them two months? That two months was a nice two months, but it's if that's the best thing that you have, it wasn't that great. It's also not that long. Not that long. And also, give the guy a chance. Yeah, it took two months to figure out. Yeah. Also, it's bad. The whole thing is she's not delusional because he's keeping up over text. Yeah. So what he's doing is setting her up for hookups. Yeah. He's setting her up to be in a position where he can hook up with her at any time. That at the end of the night, he's like, "Listen, there's no fucking options here. I'm gonna go back to you know two monthville, yeah, and get off." But no more brunchy date. Br no, things. it's never gonna. <laughs> it's never gonna come out of that. It's no. never gonna come out of that fire. So for her, what you're saying is completely right. Mm -hmm. It's over. Yeah. Step away. Stop texting. Yeah. And you got to walk away because right now he's, she's living in death by a thousand paper cuts. Yes. I can see, too, also that, you know, she is probably texting him first all the time. Like, oh, he texts me back right away. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're you, stop texting him. Stop texting him completely. Yeah, yeah you got to you got to shut off all forms of communication. And like, I, I hear why your friends are getting annoyed with you. Yeah, because the the question you're asking is he's explicitly said. Yeah. 
I don't, he's given you the luxury of a breakup. Right. Okay. He said, I, he, she, he told me he thinks I'm cool and funny, but I'm not for him. Done. Not for me. And listen, let me be that guy. I've said that to a lot of girls that would still fuck. Right. You know, I've said, I've said, you're not the one for me to enough girls that I'd be like, yeah, take a blowjob. Right. You know, like on the way out. Right. You know, right now you become the candy at the register. Yeah, I'll pick up a candy bar. Yeah. But I'm not going to, you know, I might throw away half of it at she's the end. Like, just, sounds like she's willing to just do she's that willing too, to do that, but that's why so sad. But it's also, we all do it. I don't, I feel for her because I've been her. Oh, of course. Everyone We've both has. been her. Everybody has. And it's like, and that's why I said death by a thousand paper cuts. She's yes. going to have to keep getting dumped until she stops talking to this guy. Yes. So maybe they do hook up and then she'll say, oh, he hooked up with me. Maybe we're going to be together. No, bitch. No, it's, that's not maybe gonna happen. If, maybe if you know we hook up and he stays over, and I can be cute and funny enough in the morning, he'll be like, "What have I done?" You're still gonna be you, yes. which is great and wonderful. But that isn't great and wonderful for with him. him. Yeah. So there's gonna be someone else that values you and wants to put in the effort. And again, this is another hour away, girl. Mm-hmm. There's excuses up the wazoo for why it wouldn't work out. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Kat Timpf. Go find her show. She's fantastic. Kat Timpf show on iTunes. Let's do Bitch Stole My Dog. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You, oh, <laughs> you should get uh um anyways. Hey J Train, here's my situation. I go to a school on the West Coast where the bars aren't an option for minors, so we rely heavily on off-campus house parties. I live in my fraternity, biggest house, <coughs> and we usually throw parties and once or twice a week with a few hundred people coming through throughout the night. While I love these parties and all the California honeys that come th- with them, there's one issue. Almost every time we throw something out without fail, something or multiple things are stolen from our house. It used to be just food from our fridge, so we zip-tied the fridges, but that just led to other thefts. Whether it be posters, flags, a full bag of Costco paper towels, or even my dog. Yes, my dog was stolen <laughs> at a party. I found her through, though, so we're good. She says hi. Loves the podcast, too. Uh, these drunk girls will stop at nothing to snatch anything. Here's my question. How do I make my house D-A-B, drunk as bitch, drunk ass bitch proof? DAB proof and keep my shit safe. Also, is this an issue that other schools are just mine? Always love the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. I tried to steal a nacho cheese machine once. The machine. Really? Yeah, from a frat house. What happens to girls? (laughs) This is girls turn into fucking degenerates. Yes. The minute they're in large groups. And I used to clean the the women's bathroom in my fraternity. And I chose to do it. I was like, I'll do bathrooms because it would take me away from like pledge shit. I would just be in the bathroom. Yeah. So I was clean the women's bathroom after parties it was a disaster grotesque grotesque what you and you're doing it to each other yeah but the stealing i've stolen so many things from so many fraternity houses in college you have i've stolen things from one fraternity house and brought them to another fraternity house being like "Ah." what was the idea because it's funny because why not (laughs) also also, especially with a fraternity house women guys anyone that you're bringing there sees it as they're visiting the carnival <laughs> you know, they're not absolutely. Yeah, they're not coming to a home. Mm-hmm. They're coming to a place where literally no laws exist. Yes, because they're coming to a place that they can drink underage is what he's doing. Yeah. So why would they take anything in your house seriously? Yeah, I 
it's so funny. Can you imagine you're the girl and you stole a giant bag of paper towels and you bring those back? Yeah. You got a dog. That's the, hilarious. Now you don't have to pay for paper towels. Yeah. We used to have bagels at our house and people would fucking take the whole bag. Taking bagels. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, listen, you have to treat your house like, you have to, like, prepare it. Yeah. To be stolen from. Yeah. That's really the idea. No one's ever going to stop stealing. It's like you have to do... You have, I used to lifeguard when I was growing up. I was a lifeguard. and they have, 90% of lifeguarding is preemptive lifeguarding. Don't run by the pool yelling at people for running because and you sound like a dick, but like stopping people from running at the pool stops them from falling and whacking their head and you having to save a drowning person. Right. So you have to keep telling people to stop running by... You have to make your house a no running by the pool zone. That means taking away all the shit that will... I would have everything that's not fucking hammered to the ground locked away. Mm -hmm. Who are you to trust these people? No. They don't give a shit about you. They came there to get drunk. Yeah. They're trying to get drunk and fucked. That is their, that mm. is their motive operative. At that point, you're a drug addict. You're going to do anything you can do to get drunk and fucked. Mm -hmm. And stealing. It's, I, it's, of course they're going to steal. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com, here with Cat Timp, Cat Timp Show on iTunes. Go check it out. Let's do Bachelor or Bros. Hmm. Friends getting married? Oh, there are so many. I'm, I'm from like the Detroit area. Oh, my friends have multiple kids from back All home. A lot, most, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Nobody back home is single still that I know. Nobody. Mm -mm. All my friends, a lot of my friends are married. All married, a lot of them have kids. Hey, Papa JT, the almighty half dick. Recently learned that the half dick is a slur for Jew. Hmm. I never heard that one. Me neither. Freaking the love, freaking love the podcast. Every OKP you bring on there, especially recent guest Carly Aquilino. That episode was awesome. Uh, me and my buddy are huge fans and have listened to every episode since it was still in the TFM phase. Thanks, man. We love The Bachelor, and in watching the season premiere last week, we decided it might be fun to start a blog with a bros view. What are you talking about? I was hoping that you would take a look at it and give us some advice. Uh, I know you've been a writer and would love any. I don't know, man. I'm I live tweet the Bachelor. Follow my account. Yeah, <laughs> J Train fifty six. Um, yeah, man. If you listen, my advice for anyone that wants—I mean, anything you want to do—the internet has made, has given us a way to get your shit out there without anyone hiring you. Yeah. So I think you know this, and what you do, like you've went from L.A. to D.C. Yeah. to New York. Do you remember the one thing that like? Got you know, got you a big bump and stuff. Do you remember? Yeah, do you have a I went to a feminist conference and I made a video like trying to interview them, and, yeah. and people were like, Get out of here! They found out I work for a conservative organization, but it was mm. like a blog that I work for, and they were yeah. like, Get out of here, blah blah blah. And I just kept filming, and then Fox got a hold of it, and that was mm -hmm. the first time I was on Red Eye, which is how I met Greg Gutfeld. So then now I'm like a correspondent on his show. So, how what made you do the video? Were you paid to do the video? I was, but I mean, I've done plenty of things that I haven't gotten paid Where, for. But I'm, but I'm saying is the only way to get to making that video was doing a bunch of shit that was unpaid Writing and no one free, gave a shit about it. No one gave a shit about it. Meeting people, networking. You have to, I mean, the, with the internet, like all you have to do is put something funny out there and people will know and who you are. And people will love it. Yeah. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. As a, and I'll say this to anybody who's looking to try something. Nobody wants you to do anything. Mm -hmm. Nobody is looking for your shit. Nobody needs you to do anything that clogs their feed. If you do it and they like it, they will support you. But remember, no one needs you to do any of the shit that you want to do. No. So, I mean, that being said, I talked about the Bachelor postgame show. No one's paying me to do that. I just like doing it. 
I like live tweeting. The, I've always liked live tweeting The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Right. So this was the next fun extension of that. Yeah. And I spent Sunday fucking cutting out construction paper to make yeah. this like whole like studio setup for it. Yeah. So, you know, and I only did that because I wanted to do it and have fun with it. I mean, I made these videos where it started with a buddy of mine gave me a press pass to go to Comic-Con. So I was like, what if I acted like the biggest frat dude ever? Yeah. And made fun of all the people at Comic-Con because I like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. So I was like, what if a frat guy was Triumph? So I went and did it with a buddy. We put it up ourselves. Then Bro Bible likes the video. Then they want to pay for more. And then, you know, then TFM sees it. They post it. Now I'm here doing a podcast called the J Train Podcast. And I'm 31 being called J Train. Yeah. So, so I know. All of these things happen because of things no one gave a shit about you doing. Absolutely. Until someone gives a shit. And then you have to keep doing that thing. And now we're here every Tuesday and Friday and you should tell your friends to subscribe <laughs> and help us out here. So Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got a sponsor this week and I'm very excited about nice. it. Love a sponsor. And I love these guys. I love Harry's. A lot of you send me your, send me what you when you buy Harry's and use the promo code and literally that feathers my nuts. I love that because if you support Harry's with our promo code, you support me. And that is really very cool to me and my mom and dad who are thankful as well. So listen, I love Harry's because it comes right to your door. You don't have to worry about going to CVS or Walgreens or Costco or whatever it is to go and get new razors. It comes right to you and the blades are spectacular. One, one stroke and you're done. Just like masturbation. Harry's <laughs> razors and me. For decades, one big razor company has relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of their com uh, customers. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> alarm just went off. I was <laughs> trying to stop it. That's what was on my phone. It was too late. So I actually went to camp with one of the guys that started Harry's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy. And we, like, we've gotten drinks like a few years ago, but... So Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one problem to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profits, selling directly to you over the internet, Harry's offers their blades at half the price, just $2 a blade compared to four or more you'll pay at the drugstore. So listen, it's a, it's a no-brainer, okay? You go online, and you have these delivered to you, and this is the beauty of the internet. I've done this with all my shit. Today I had floss delivered. Yeah. Oh, I have everything delivered. Always. Everything. Just right to my door. My floss is on a monthly program. My toothpaste is on a monthly. All this shit. And you should do it with Harry's. So Harry's razors include everything you need for a close and comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle. Five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel and travel blade cover. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades. They want, to try, they want you to try their shave set for free. You heard that right. Just cover shipping and we'll sign you up. Listen, you idiots. If you haven't done this yet, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> go. I mean, like, they're just giving away shit. Plus, as a special offer, fans of the show, go to harrys.com right now. Enter code JTRAIN. That's enter code JTRAIN. That's enter code JTRAIN. That's enter code JTRAIN. At checkout, get a post-shave bomb also for free. That's harrys.com, code JTRAIN. Listen, that shave bomb, I put it everywhere. It smells fucking great. And I thought it was going to burn my face because I kept thinking of the scene in Home Alone. And it doesn't. It yeah, just feels that'll good. That'll scare you. It'll scare you. And then, you know what? I don't, I don't wear cologne. Do you like a guy who wears cologne? No. Most girls don't because no. it's too much. Yeah. You don't know how much to use or whatever. With the post-shave bomb, it's just enough smell 
to smell like you didn't mean to have it on you, which is, I think, more attractive. Do you agree? Yeah. So there we go. Podcast at gmail.com here with Cat Tim. This is fantastic. Thank you for I'm coming on. a great on. time. We're doing, we're, let's keep going through it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do sparking an office romance. Oh, boy. You ever been in an office romance? Not only when I was like a waitress, but. How did that go down? Well, I mean, we started hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. And then I moved in with his family when I was homeless. It was a long no story. No way. How yeah. did that go? Uh, well, I moved, so I had an out. Yeah, so. well, you don't still live there? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I uh, I was dating. I moved to L.A. with my boyfriend okay. from college. And, well, actually, that's not true. We we were, I, was, I got into Columbia journal, Journalism School and decided to not go. Mm. But the plan originally was... I had this internship at Fox. I was going to do the internship from, um, from have my own apartment June and July. And then in the first two weeks of August, I was going to live with him. And then we were going to break up and I was going to move to New York. Oh that was smart. I was 21. But then we broke what up. A ma- back to manipulation. Oh, my horrible. God. But then I decided to not go. And I was like, I live here now, I guess. And it was a studio. And it was really those Wait, fights. And his were parents bad. were there? No, 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 no. This is a, a different guy. Oh. And then so eventually he broke up with me, and I had to move into my own like little shanty in mm. Long Beach, and it was like a shithole. And I started working at the California Peach Kitchen out there. CPK. Started hooking up with this sexy Colombian tattooed bartender who hot. worked there, very hot guy. But he lived with his parents. And then when I ran out of money for rent, I just moved in with the family. But then I moved to DC. And I, but I wouldn't let him say. <laughs> I we just were, love her. It's like Colombian mommy, like get your. I, I wouldn't let him say we were dating officially either because I was no, like, you just moved I've been in, in a relationship for four years, so I didn't want to, I wanted to be single. You wanted to be single. But I also with, wanted to live with this person. <laughs> you wanted to be single with all the benefits of a boyfriend. Correct. But if he, I ever saw him talking to anybody else, I got pissed. Happy New Year to you, man, Samp, if he's back from his wedding and guest. Shower me in your infinite wisdom. I know you've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I don't remember it. Need a little refresher. Oh, thanks, buddy. I work at a consulting firm and we have this large client. When we started there, he offered us space in their office so we could work with them a few days in order to do what we need to do. And of course, there's this girl. I you have I have friends that are consultants. This yeah. happens a lot. I had a buddy that was a consultant and he would have to go to like South America like for half the week and then come back for the other half. Yeah. Week. Uh, she works for our client. She works in the department we are supposed to be consulting, so I work with her directly. She's a solid 868. Mm. Eight face, six body, eight personality. Mm. And a spinning image of Rashida Jones. She's a couple years older than me, too. She can show me a thing or two. Hubba hubba. Oh, dude. Uh, we have a lot of flirty, sarcastic banter when we talk and email, so needless to say, I'm pretty interested. So here's my question. Do I make the move and ask her out for drinks after work one day? I don't know if she, this flirting is actually that or just being a sassy bitch. Also, with her company being our biggest client and a foreseeable relationship with this client, I do not want to tarnish our company's reputation or hurt our business and, more importantly, my job. What do you think? Oh, God, you can, don't do it. Don't do it. But sometimes you can't help it. With anyone, yes, with anyone that's a work thing, my advice is be a, like, turn every stone. Yeah. Don't go into this casually. Right. But also don't get ahead of yourself. Like, right now, he's ahead of himself. Way being like, well, I don't know what she means, but yeah, he's way ahead of himself. He's way ahead of himself with, like, a lot of things. Most importantly, our client and the company and, like, fuck that shit. Don't right. worry about the future with the company and ruining the the fact that she's at another she works for a different company than you. You guys get health insurance from two different companies. Yeah. That's fine. I I I am I'm cool with this. This is a good situation. So don't get ahead with your you'll worry about that if, if that bridge when you have to cross it. The thing you need to worry about right now is understanding what her intentions are. Are you her office boyfriend, like an office husband where she's just 
like you said, you moved in with a guy <laughs> and you were like, you're not my boyfriend, but I need boyfriend shit from you. That yeah. happens at offices. And at home. Yeah. <laughs> so that happens at offices all the time. Yeah. Where it's like, listen, I need the support of a boyfriend, girlfriend while I'm at work, but I actually have a real boyfriend, girlfriend back home. Right. That happens a lot just because that's the way humans work. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's not just happening to you. So you need to make sure you are turning over you're you're literally the you're just the detective that's thorough. So that means when you're at her office, say get a group together for post office drinks. Mm. See how that goes. Let's start with step one and see. You know, you when you go on a date with a girl, I always like if I like her, I want to change locations. Mm-hmm. Her agreeing to the second location is just her saying yes to something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, you want to go to this next bar? Oh, you. so she likes the time you're having. All she's right. doing is signing up for the next level of hangout. Right. So with this work thing, you need to escape work, the, the, the literal ceiling of being under the company eye, and go to a different spot. So see if she says yes to that. That doesn't mean she's DTF. Doesn't mean like you're going to fuck. But I'm saying it does have a lot of positive. It does to it. mean that she enjoys spending time with you at least. And trusts you yes. and sees you as someone that she would want to spend outside of work. Outside yeah. of work time because time is valuable. Yes. So or even though we said time's the worst resume item, yeah. it is something you don't want to give up. Right. So now you go to the after work drinks. Hey, I'm gonna go get drinks at this place that look kind of cool nearby. Okay, she's in. Maybe some other people join. Don't be afraid. Don't be that guy that's like trying to plot this out with like, oh, I gotta make sure that we're alone. Yeah, he's no, planning no. too much right yeah, now. Yeah, just already. like yeah. have like, hey, we're all going to get drinks. And then there will be a vibe. You will separate yourself. Maybe it does extend. If it doesn't extend, she's on the phone the whole time. That means she's got a real boyfriend and she doesn't need your fucking yeah. talk anymore. She doesn't need your your caring anymore. Absolutely. She's got her outside of a boyfriend, the real one that gets fucked. Yes. <laughs> so, so this is, but then maybe that drinks goes so well that you're like, hey, um, I'm going to be doing things with my own friends. Would you like to join? Now you get away, away from, oh, get away from work people. Right. That's the next step. Then you're with her friends and her friends that aren't work people. Then it's, hey, but I'm saying this is a very, you might be thinking like, oh, that's a lot of steps. If you're not willing to go through that steps, you shouldn't fuck up your work shit. Right, yeah. But if you are, these are all ways to get you, you want to get, you want to lead her as far away from the office as possible, but by checking off points along the way. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to go. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Kat Tim, thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah. This was such a blast. I had a good time. I was so happy you came. And you guys should all go follow Kat on Twitter at Kat Tim. And also go listen to her uh, podcast. It's great. Kat Tim Show. Yeah. Also, we're going to come right back. We're going to do hypotheticals in the news. And we're going to talk a little bit. We have a producer. His, uh, we call him Mansamp. Mm-hmm. He's got a podcast on this network. But we're going to bring Shelby on, and we're going to talk about his wedding a little bit. Okay. You went to the wedding last week. You like weddings? Oh, I do. I actually usually have a great time. Okay, good. Yeah. So we, you have some wedding opinions. We're going to yes, give some I opinions do. on his wedding. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. It's Jim Norton. I'm Beth Sarah. 
I made that up. Matt's not here. He's out hanging out with Dana while I'm in the fucking hot studio in New York. He's gallivanting. We're hosting the new UFC podcast, UFC Unfiltered. It's going to come out every Tuesday and Thursday. And pretty much we're going to be talking about the upcoming fights, the fights that have just passed, and interview fighters, get the exclusive on certain things. We're going to talk a lot of UFC, MMA in general, and a lot of other stuff, whatever we're really fully talking about. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else podcasts are. I don't know where you get your podcast. It's not my business. Just tune in so Matt and I don't get fired. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Kat, thank you for coming on. This is great. Of course. I'm, like, vaping my ass off over here. Like <laughs> don't worry about it. I, I, I was so pumped to have you on. It really was great to answer the emails. We got Mansamp is away on his honeymoon, so we got Classic Shelb. Yo. <laughs> we can't hear you. Are you sure you're coming in? Test. I don't hear you. There you are. That is. Okay. Classic, at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you were with me last weekend at the Mansamp wedding. Snowy New Jersey. Snowy New Jersey. Uh, it was the night of the big snowstorm. It was at a beautiful location. I had a lot of people. So if you're new to the show, the normal producer is uh, Chris, uh, and he has a show on this network called the Mandatory Samson Podcast, and his Twitter is at Mansamp. So we, uh, the minute I heard that Twitter account, I was like, that I can't not call you that forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, it was funny. I put out a picture on Snapchat of you, Shelby, a lot of feedback. It's like we're taking a video. It looks like I'm retarded. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it does right. look. You do look a little deformed. Right. Uh, not retarded, but not mentally. It was more like. But a lot of people did write back that that was exactly how they thought you'd look. Nice. <laughs> so, mm. I, don't I don't know, know how to think of that. Yeah, I'm gonna take it as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. <laughs> um, so it was really great to hang with Shelby and John and all the people here from Santa New York Labs. The wedding. Let's do a little post game because uh, someone wrote in. They wanted to fucking important. They wrote, shout out to Mansamp on his wedding and for dealing with your degenerate bitch ass for fucking years. I hope his marriage is long and a happy one. Best wishes, regatta guy. So this is, he's written in before. What's your favorite part of any wedding? Drinking. Drinking. Yeah. Yes. This was open bar. Yeah. They got all met, but the, I went to one wedding that was a dry wedding. Oh, and those we, people so we took die a, we at took, the wedding. We took a party bus down and then we all arrived trash to the ceremony uh, so it's like that's what you were get they pissed yeah no. for religious reasons they were very <laughs> upset it was a girl that went to college with and she drank in college and then afterwards she, oh, like she found, found god found god uh. and so she had her so but we all arrived in like a party bus with flashing lights it was like on a farm i hate those fine out. god people because it's like oh so you just you're just gonna erase all yeah so you got to do all the fun stuff at too, you went too fast. Yeah, and now we have to fucking suffer. Yeah, out of there. Yeah, absolutely. It's very weird. The wedding. What did you think, Shelby? It was pretty classy. I gotta say. And uh, yeah, for how big it was, he was not stressed. No, at all in the weeks leading up. Well, he's a calm and cool. If you know him from the show, yeah. he's a cool guy. You know, calm guy. What was your favorite part of the wedding? Reception was pretty, <laughs> pretty. Pretty good. Yeah, I will say this. Okay, I'm a judgy wedding guest, and I yes. said I would do a full review on the show. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak openly. Uh, his wife, beautiful, gorgeous dress. Everything was perfect. The cocktail hour, great. Five stations, and pass around hors d'oeuvres. Mm. I mean, sushi, all kind of like anything you wanted. Dumplings, sushi, sliders that they were cooking on the stovetop. They had an Italian station with calamari and you know eggplant parm. Open bar, beautiful, beautiful. The venue was in Jersey City, so it looked at the whole city. It was like a postcard. It was so in the beginning it was snowing, so you had this beautiful snow scene. Then when you got to the wedding, it died out, 
and the city just lit up. And there's a picture on my Instagram of all of us at the wedding with uh, Mansam. Um, I'll say it was it was it was a ten wedding. It was great. You know, you know, some weddings you go to and you're like, you can tell they put. With my issue with a lot of weddings, when I don't like a wedding, is when you see that they put money into things that don't make it a fun time. Yeah, like they've not thought of the guests. Mm-hmm. Which, like, to have a great wedding for you. You have to think of the guests. So the DJ was on fire. The food was great. The they had you know, on the way out. They had uh, White Castle burgers and fries on oh, the way amazing. out. The yeah. post game food, and then he, the best part, the funniest part, were the speeches. I love the speeches. And her dad got fucked. I thought. Yeah. Her dad had a funny dad joke, and it didn't get laughs, but I was laughing. <laughs> What he did is he came out, and this is what this is good advice for anyone listening to the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast uh, and you're going to give a speech of any kind at a public event, if whatever speed you're going, you're already going too fast. That, and I have to realize this on stage. I go too fast on stage yeah. sometimes because you just got to breathe. Because I remember her dad; he came out with a huge scrolled up paper. And then he was like, I'm not going to make this too long. And then he let go of the paper and it rolled out in front of him. Mm, That's a bad start. I think that's a funny joke. That's a funny dad joke. And it didn't get the thing it deserved because he got into it too quick. He wanted to get the joke out. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If he had just breathed and then like, thank you everyone for coming. That's a perfect dad joke. Perfect. Yeah. And I loved it. I'm sitting there dying laughing because it's like, it's funny to me in two ways because it's such a dad joke. Yeah. And it should have kicked off and it didn't get the response. So I, I felt, I was like, I wanted him to get another shot at that. Then I'll say, Man Sam's best man made a, <laughs> made a blunder. Did not sell this. Did not. He buried the lead, as they say in the news business. You know that term? Yes, you, I do. You're a journalism yes, person. Yes, I do. Bury, explain burying the lead to the listeners. Most here. important thing is somewhere in the middle instead of right at the top or at the bottom. What's that? Putting the most important thing, like not at the beginning. So what happened was the, this guy, the his first best man is on the podcast with him, Joey, who's great. And he went up and did something from you know Friends and it was great. It was funny, whatever. The second best man comes up and he starts the speech. by And listen, when you give a best man speech... There are stakes for everyone in the room. Because I think of the speeches like I think of a heavyweight fight. And this isn't fair, but this is just the reality. The, the dad speech is like the undercard. The maid of honor speech is an undercard. And the main event is the best man speech. Yeah, I agree. That's how it goes at every wedding. I crush, though. Not saying you would <laughs> But I'm saying... For every wedding, you see how it... And they even do it in that order. Yeah, they do. So there's stakes in the best man speech because people... The reason it's the main event is because people are like, oh, shit, we got a wild card douchebag friend who wants to be funny. Yeah. (laughs) So every guy wants to be funny, and they're going to make an attempt, and it could go badly. They're doing flips on on the high beam. Yes. And we're about to watch someone maybe break their neck. Because best man speeches bomb all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the friend bomb, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what happened. He comes out and he goes, he started the speech, and Shelby will back me up. Because everyone in the room is just like, okay, just get make this, just be good. Because we don't want to sit there and watch him. Ba- I watched my buddy bomb his best man speech. It was, his opening line. He goes, 
he goes, Chris, thank you. For, this is a different wedding. This is my buddy's uh, best man speech. He goes, thank you for making me your best man. I hope I can be your best man at your next wedding. Yeah. <laughs> All you heard were, oh. Yeah, yeah. We're like dying. We're like holding hands. We're freaking out so much. Man Sam's best man, he goes, he goes, his opening thing was uh, at the beginning of their relationship, Chris told me that he wasn't sure if he was going to stay in it. And we're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? He, it's yeah. not like he did it like a joke. No, no. Or he made it serious. Not like overly serious. He did it like straight serious. Why like, this would is you say shit. that? And everyone in the room was like, what the fuck is he saying? And then he goes, he was, and he goes, Chris wasn't sure that he knew that he loved her so much that he would have so much to lose. Mm. <laughs> like that was the whole point. Okay. But it's like bearing the lead. Yeah. Like just say in the beginning he loved her so much. Yeah. Like you gotta get to that like after you say how much he loved her yeah. right away. If, if I were her, I'd have been already crying before the second half. Right? Like, yeah. he, and it took him forever to get to that. I'm shortening it. Or do it like an obvious joke. Like yeah. Chris came to me and said, I gotta get out of this. This is the worst date of my life. Like, like nothing know. like that. It, he, like, it was very serious. And so you're sitting there like, <gasps> and <laughs> you're like, oh my God, what is this idiot doing? And then the rest of the speech was great. But at the, the beginning, it's like, if you're out there, I say this, a lot of people ask me, I don't know about you, but a lot of people ask me for advice about wedding toasts or whatever it yeah. is. And I always give the same advice. Tell a story about the person that you've told a million times already. Yeah. You've already worked out the bit in comedian terms. You've yeah. already worked it out because you've shaved the fat off it because you've – just by being a human, you've watched the parts in the stories that people's minds turn off to or start looking at their phones. So take the story that you've told about your best friend a million times, tell that story, and then somehow relate it to their relationship with the bride. Yeah. Or groom. That takes out all the work for you, and you don't even need the paper to read off of. Yeah. You could just say, hey, this one time so-and-so did this and did that and this, this, and that's the reason he is the perfect guy for this girl, or that's the reason she is the perfect mate for my best friend. And that, it, it, it's, it's seamless, and it never sounds like you've written it. It just sounds natural. And, it, and no one's going to be like, those two things don't make sense. Everyone wants to believe that the the person that is getting married has found the yin to their yang. Yes. So they're on board for whatever connection you are going to make. Yeah. Any anything. It's like reading your horoscope. And start positive. I mean, when he said that, didn't you catch your breath? Did not just. It didn't hit at all. No. <laughs> I mean, we were at a table of like ten people, and everyone at the table was like. Okay, get to the point. <laughs> you know? So well, the, the wedding, though, a 10, unbelievable. His wife looked beautiful. Man Samp looked great, uh, handled it great, and was the perfect host. So uh, all of you guys should go follow him on Twitter and let him know at Man Samp and tell him to have a good honeymoon because he'll be there right now as this comes out. Yeah. So let's do some hypotheticals. You ready? Totally. Hey, Jumanji, I got this idea after thinking about your worst fear, which also happens to be mine. Say you find a real dick of a genie, and he presents you with two options. Every time that you come, someone you know either ends up pregnant or gets someone pregnant. They never know it's because of you, but you have the, to name this person. You have to name this person specifically. Or every time you come, someone randomly gets pregnant or gets someone pregnant. You don't get to choose who ended up this way. However, as soon as you 
your ropey load explodes. This person receives a text message or carrier pigeon if you live like a poor <laughs> without a cell phone that says you're having a child because of Jared Fredo's address and phone <laughs> number is insert your personal info here. Like I said, it's a real dick of a genie. What do we think? Uh, well, it doesn't technically apply to me, but I guess I, I, I wouldn't want to pick. No, I mean, it applies to you anytime you I wouldn't want to pick. I wouldn't want to pick. I woun't want to pick. Because uh, I'm already but in But then they're going to get your position. information. I'd be like, I don't, th- I'd be like, do you see, do you hear how crazy you sound? New phone, who does, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do you think, Shelby? It could be like in the Philippines. I mean, who knows? They're never going to find me. Yeah. I'll oh, the second I, one. See, you both just convinced me. I was going to go the other way and know the person and be like, hey, listen, here's the morning after pill. Take care of that. Yeah. Like you can just talk. I would just have like a closet full. I'd have like a Costco closet full of, of morning bo- after <laughs> <laughs> morning after pills. Like, hey, listen, I just going to make well, sure. If they're already pregnant, it doesn't work. Like that would be my, like, instead of tipping people, I just give out morning after pills. Yeah. I guess if they're already pregnant, it wouldn't work. It doesn't work. So I would go with the person I don't know, and then anytime they text me, I'd be like, "Congratulations!" No, turn it around on them. Be like, "Are you are you serious? You think you're probably because of me? Oh my god, you're crazy!" <laughs> if they come to your house, just be like, "Come on, I have needs." <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Here's another uh, another hypothetical. Which type of shit would you rather take? Messy, painless, no wiper, painful. Cat, uh, pain. I painful with no not, nothing. Painful, no yeah, wipe. Yeah. Why is that? Just time. The time spent. Time, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than the, the wipe that like never, never ends. Never ends. And you're yeah. just, you're like, you have stuff to do. I'm not, I don't care about the environment and I got a lot of time. Plus I <laughs> like to just blast that out. So you take the messy painless. Paint the bowl. Paint the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I, like you like to do that even if you didn't have a choice well, between yeah. the two. Yeah, I, the painful one... <sighs> You know, through struggle comes satisfaction. You know, the painful one. You you're have, done. You ever have the one where you're like, this is way too wide to have existed inside of me? Yeah. You know what Everybody I mean? has. Yeah, right? You're like, oh my God, I'm going to have a tear. I've had that. But then when you're done with it, you're like, man, I, I, it's like you just got done with your homework. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a good feeling. So I like, I, I'm going to go with the painful no wipe. I agree. I feel like the consequences later could be. I mean, if you do that too <laughs> Dire. much. Well, if you have a hypothetical, send it in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Do we have uh, one news item uh, that you have for us? We do have a news item. Let's do it. There's an Italian actress by the name of Paola Salino. Are you uh, familiar with her? No. (laughs) Not up on the Italian scene. Kind of a B-movie actress, not really in any uh, indie indies, but... uh, she promised to perform a sex act on everyone who voted no in her country's referendum, which had to do with their constitution. It's boring. And she's just completed the first date of her tour. She's actually following through on this. So wait a minute. This she's is an actual... She's going to have nothing else to do till she... She, 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 she doesn't do anything else till she dies. Also, I would go change my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, listen, let me get the paperwork together. What do you mean? Like, is she a famous person? She's like a... Kind of a well-known actress. She does like a lot of nude scenes, so she's not getting nominated for like an, an Italian Oscar. But this is one of those things soon. that you makes you wish you were European. Just does the it? this the way they deal with sex. They do. I really do wish that a lot. Like yeah. the, they're pretty whatever. Like about you ever it. met a French person? Yeah. The way they interpret sex to them is like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah, this is what I've met. There's a French comic, 
that I am obsessed with. Like I, I think I gotta get him on this show. He is uh he's been in town doing this guy, God El Malay. He's like very famous in France, but he's at the cellar all the time. And like we, you know, we talk and whenever I see him, I say say what's up. He's with girls that like you know, there's a lot of pretty girls in the world, but like these are like elevens. Like, and you're like looking at them like they're superheroes. You're yeah. like, you are not a human being. And I, one time I was, he was with this girl and I was like, my mouth dry. And I was like, God, what is, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, oh no, he, she stays in the guest room. <laughs> I'm like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> and he's like, you know, in the guest, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, are you fucking this chick or what? Can you ma- get me off right now? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, yeah. Like, it, like to him, it was like, it was just like, you know, life, uh, life, you know, he, to him, sex was riding a bike, was walking to the, you know, the corner store. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. It was sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, to live that way. Yeah, not here. Not here. We got not people here. emailing saying, but she fucked too many of my friends. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Here we're wondering, you know, where the vagina's been. And they're just like, no, vagina, I eat it. <laughs> like a sneeze. Well, <laughs> Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Hypotheticals News. Go follow Shelby at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Do not have an Instagram. Snapchat? Yes. Classic Shelb on Snap. Cat Tim, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. This was so much fun. Had a good time. Go follow Cat on Twitter at Cat Tim. Also, she is a podcast of her own, The Cat Tim Show, and you can see her on Fox News, Greg Gutfeld Show. So funny, so fantastic. All of you get involved if you're not already. I am Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms. Go find me on Facebook for my Facebook Live Bachelor postgame show. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll be back next week. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. <laughs>